When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? We are continuing last week's episode of my best postpartum tips. There could be more than 10. It's possible because I'm in it right now. I'm three and a half weeks postpartum. And let me tell you, I've got some thoughts about this. So, but they're like kind of good thoughts because this is my fourth time around. Baby number four. All right, here we go. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey, everybody. Okay. So last episode, part one of this 10 tips, my favorite, my best lifelines. I think they're lifelines. They're definitely more than tips. We talked, we actually, I shared one through four. So just to quickly review, if you didn't hear that one, make sure you go listen to it at some point because those ones were really, really good. Um, So the 6.5 hour sleep rule, which I really think needs to be more like an eight to 11 hour rule. and hire some sleep help. But at the very minimum, if you're totally on your own and you're, you know, whatever, 6.5 hours minimum. Um, If you've had a C-section, I think seven to 11 hours. (laughs) If you have older kids, oh, this is what we're going to say. We're going to say every older child that you have, you're going to add an hour of the the minimum sleep you need in a 24-hour cycle. Okay. So instead of 6.5 hours being the minimum, if you have two older kids, you're going to need 8.5 hours. If you have three older older kids, you're going to need 9.5 hours. Yeah. And we associate postpartum with like zero amount of sleep. Uh-uh. We need to stop doing that. We need to stop associating postpartum with no sleep. Can we do that? How about we do that? What if we thought about postpartum where the mom got tons of sleep? Okay. Um, before I dive into this episode, I want you guys to do me a quick favor. Leave me a review. Goodness gracious. If you've ever been postpartum, then you know how much work it takes to have a quiet house and get yourself situated so that your brain can even function. All right. Now I do have this adrenaline, um, juice drink. I'm going to write to this brand and I want to give you like an official advertisement from them. So I can't, I don't want to tell you about it yet, but that drink has saved me. It like wakes me up in the morning, makes me feel good. And it actually minerally supports my adrenals. So more to come on that. I'm literally writing it down. I need to reach out to them and be like, Hey, you need to get on my podcast. But, um, Yeah, I don't know what I was just saying anyway, but in last episode, we did one through four. And in this episode, we're going to be doing um, the rest, some more of these tips. Oh, that's what I was saying. Leave me a review. If you, that's what, (laughs) see, my brain is pretty much there. My voice does not lie. I do, I am tired. I sound tired. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, but I just woke up from an hour long restful nap. And when my husband gets home in 20 minutes, we're going to go over to some family's house for dinner. But I had a quiet house 
And of course, what I want to be doing when the house is quiet is get on the podcast. Working again, I have to say, feels so centering. Did I ask you to leave me a review yet? That's what I was trying to say. Leave me a review. Um, please, like, please. <laughs> if you are grateful to me and you know what it's like to be postpartum, then leave me a review. The next thing um, on Apple Podcasts, by the way, a written review. So you click the stars and then you write some words like, what have you thought about this podcast? Please do it if you haven't done it. I so, so, so appreciate it. Okay. The next thing I wanted to ask you, I had fun. So one night, remember in last episode, I don't think I finished reviewing all the things from last episode. So the second rule was 24 hour cycle. And in last episode, when we talked about the 24 hour cycle, one thing I was saying is postpartum, your day is not just, you know, when you wake up to when you go to sleep and then there's your night, your day is 24 hours long. And then your night is whenever you close your eyes. You got it. Okay. Now, ideally, you follow the 6.5 rule and you're closing your eyes anywhere from six and a half hours beyond. I'm not kidding you. If you had a C-section or you have any infections or you had anything adversely wrong, if you had a hemorrhage, if you had a, a NICU baby, a jaundice baby, hire sleep help, please. Even if you hire your cousin and you pay them 25 cents an hour, I don't care. Or if it's your mom, get sleep help because listen, your physical recovery will go hand in hand with how much you sleep. Let me say that again. Your physical recovery is going to go hand in hand with how much you sleep. I don't know if I went into this on the last episode, but I'm going to really quickly say it right now, which is that um, our baby started to get colicky after about 10 days of being born. Around day 10 of her life, she started being fussy, colicky, gassy. Now, we're still figuring out why, and we don't know if we'll ever figure out completely why. We have some ideas, and we're getting her help. We took her to a baby chiropractor, which, by the way, I do want to interview a chiropractor. I'm writing it down right now <laughs> on this website. I would hope it would be the one we used, but if it can't be or whatever, then I'll get you one on this podcast. It was amazing. I'm also going to post, whether it's on YouTube or on my Instagram, when I get back on social media, I'm going to share. Um, I took a few videos when we were in her office. So we went to culture chiropractics um, in Chandler, Arizona. But regardless, what I want you to know is that she got fussy and stopped sleeping longer, like instead of a three or four hour stretch, which she was doing like a champ up until day 10 of life, she started doing like an hour and a half to two and a half hours and rarely three now that we've taken her to the chiropractor one time, she's doing three hours and I have hope that she'll get back up to that four hour stretch because she is drinking formula, which is a whole other conversation that I don't want to cry about. So we're going to talk about another episode. Okay. C-sections are rough. Three older kids is rough. All the things. It's been so hard. She's so little. She doesn't latch onto my boob. It's super sad. I couldn't nurse her and then pumping got old really fast. So I'll share more with you about that later, but that was the five second version. Um, anyway, so basically I'm just saying get some sleep help. Um, yeah, do it. Okay. And the third rule was, um, change your clothes and brush your teeth to feel better. And the fourth rule was it just says sleep. I'm like, what does that even mean? Sleep, do some sleeping. I don't know what I meant by writing down sleep, but we talked about, oh, get get sleep help. <laughs> okay. So now in this episode, I'm going to start with rule number five and we're going to keep going. And I just apologize right now if earlier in this episode or in the future of this episode, it, like as in, in the next few minutes, as I talk, I don't finish a thought or a sentence, just have love for me. <laughs> Okay. Thank you. Cause I'm postpartum. Uh, my baby's three and a half weeks postpartum little Ren. Okay. So thanks. 
All right. Um, and before last, last but not least, before I tell you the fifth and sixth and seventh, and we'll see how many we get through today. Um, I want you to know that I have an email list. I have, and I'm not on social media right now. So I am, I have a social media account, Lizzie.postpartumcoach. That's L-I-Z-Z-I-E dot postpartum coach. That's me on Instagram. I am looking to get more on YouTube and I am on Facebook, the postpartum coach, but right now I'm postpartum. And so if you want to hear from me and especially if you want to have a say in the types of things that are advertised on this podcast. And also when I have guests on, I like to ask my list for, do you have questions? For example, I want to have an OBGYN, specifically my OB that I love on this podcast. And I would love to you know, have you guys tell me, okay, what do you want to ask an OB? If you could anonymously ask an OB a question, what would you ask her? Right? She's incredible. Dr. Brass Jones from True Harmony. So, you know, these are things things that uh, you can only really participate with when you're on my email list. So get on it. It's lizzylangston.com, L-I-Z-Z-I-E, langston.com. The link is in the show notes. And there are some goodies that I have for you as like a thank you and an incentive and just like a relationship. I just want to have a relationship with you. So when you get on my list, I've got a free mini course called Get Out of the Postpartum Rut. I have a free meditation, a postpartum meditation, and I'm always looking to add some more stuff over there. So there could be new stuff. So go to lizzylangston.com, get on my email list. Okay, let's dive in. So the number five thing that I have is I want you, I know it's about sleep again, but I promise you sleep is the foundation of good mental health and a solid and quick physical recovery. Not to mention a healthy relationship with your husband or partner. Okay. And not to mention your happiness with your older children. It's everything. It's always been everything. It's everything when you're not postpartum. It just isn't challenged and threatened like it is postpartum on a typical basis regularly. Maybe here and there, if you had a a work deadline or I don't know, you had family come in town. Sure. Maybe you get a little underslept, but then you catch up the next night. But when you have a new baby, especially if they're colicky or have any special needs or your physical recovery is challenging and has special needs like a C-section, et cetera, sleep is important. So the fifth tip or lifeline I have for you is I want you to sleep like it's your full-time job. I'm going to say it again. I want you to sleep like it's your full-time job. What do I mean when I say that? Let me tell you. You know, when you have a full-time job, you miss fun activities. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. You're already like, oh crap, I'm not doing it. <laughs> you're like, I'm not doing it good enough. Or, oh yeah, I totally didn't do that. Or maybe you're like, that's right. That's right. I nailed it. I hope that's what you're saying. But you know, when you have a full-time job and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry, I can't attend that. I have work, but let me, you know, I'll send my husband and he can take a video or my mom can come and she can take a video and I'll watch, et cetera, right? Or your friend invites you somewhere. Yeah, that is um, what I'm talking about. You got to like get comfortable with a very small world for at least the first six weeks and at at very least the first three weeks. I mean, I have three older kids and it's summertime and my daughter was in a summer camp and she had a performance. And so at three and a half weeks postpartum, I did choose to go watch her. So it was like a half hour performance, probably 45 minutes total. We were there. And then we went to lunch for an hour or so. And then I came home and that was a big outing. And I slept for an hour before we have dinner over at my close family's house. So obviously with a new baby, you're trying to minimize how many people you're being around because sicknesses spread and stuff. When 
when people come over to my house, I have a bottle of hand sanitizer on the very front table as a very obvious, hello, we have a new baby, freaking do your hands, right? Put your hand, no, I'm not like rude and stuff, but, um, but you know, stuff like that. So, uh, can I just tell you a side note? I learned that if you put an E for explicit next to your podcast episodes, that means like really explicit. And I've been doing it because I'll say like hell or damn, and I'll put an E because I'm like, well, it's explicit. I cussed, but apparently it's really just if you're using like the F word and saying naughty things. So I want you guys to know I'm actually not that explicit and all the E episodes you see, I'm not that explicit. It's not explicit, but, 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 but for me, I don't like my kids hearing cuss words. So yeah, just so you know, you might hear occasional cuss words, but if I ever say like an F palm, which I don't ever really say, I'll be sure to put the E for explicit, but just, okay. I feel like we needed to have that chat because we're pretty close friends at this point, especially if you've been here for a while and you listen to me all the time. I feel like my voice is all nasally because my nose is all stuffy because I've been like on and off sleeping. It's weird. Okay. Anyway, so sleep like it's your full-time job, friendy, and plan on feeling like you're bummed because you have to say no to things. And speaking of saying no to things, my number six thing is say no as many times as you need to. Okay. Don't be offended to say no. Um, like, let me give you some examples. My best, one of my best friends don't like to say best friend. I don't like to say best friend because I have many friends that I consider dear, dear friends. One of my best friends, her name is Jamie. She came in town to actually for a blessing way ceremony that we were going to do very intimate, just a couple friends, whatever. And my baby came early. So she came in town to actually me being in the hospital recovering from my C-section because the baby came early because my placenta partially ruptured. I'm going to share my birth story in a different episode. I can't wait. I mean, I it's like sad and, and good and I dread it and I'm happy about it and all the things. Okay. And so Jamie comes in town and... um so obviously I'm like in the hospital. So she comes in Friday, she's leaving Sunday. And on Sunday, I got home on Saturday from the hospital. So then she was going to come over on Sunday morning before going to the airport. So we could at least hang out in my house. She can come snuggle the baby. But guess what? I was not feeling like having anybody over. I don't even care if you were my best friend. It just was like, I was juggling new baby and my freaking body that I felt like my guts were falling out of me. And like, just still bleeding. And it just was like, and my parents were just getting, they had just gotten in town, I think a couple days before, or no, my in-laws were in town and they were leaving that day. That's what it was anyway. And so she is such an attuned, sweet, wonderful friend. And she has four children of her own. And she texts me, she goes, are you feeling up for me visiting today? And luckily I even remembered she was coming because it was 8 a.m. She was going to come over and like right at 8 a.m. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to tell her, like check in with her pick up my phone. And I was so grateful she asked that question so generously because it made it easy for me to say, actually, no, it doesn't feel good to, I don't feel up for it at all. And she was like, I sensed it. It's totally fine. We have a relationship where you, you know, we're close no matter what. I will see you sometime soon. I love you. And she went to the airport early. And I was like, of course, on one level devastated, but on the other level, so relieved. So number one, the lesson of that story is I have an amazing friend named Jamie. She's so great. She is the sex coach that I've interviewed on this podcast, Jamie Andelin. She is, I think she's just at Jamie Andelin. I don't know, but she has great sex stuff for married women who struggle with low desire. So look her up if you struggle with that. Um, 
But the second lesson of that story is like, look how easy it is to actually be honest and say no. Be honest. Be honest, my friends. Guess what? When you're honest, you win. When you're not honest, you take a hit. Your physical and mental health takes a hit. And after a a few punches, you fall down. That's what happens. After you get punched a few times, you fall down. And when you betray yourself, when you lie to yourself, you fall down. Now don't use what I've just said as a reason to be anxious and mean to yourself if you just are a people pleaser and you struggle with it. But get some help. Figure out, you know, do you need some support? Do you need to get some coaching? Do you need to hire a postpartum doula? Do you need to tell your husband, don't let me lie to people or don't invite anyone over? Don't say yes to anybody coming over or I don't want to see people if they drop off dinner. I'm going to be back in my room. Like set up whatever parameters to help yourself out a little bit. You know, and of course I've done some people pleasing too. And I've stayed up probably a little late here and there. Actually, I don't know that it's been people pleasing as much as it's been like genuinely pleasing myself because I really love it when my sleep helper comes over because she's one of my other best friends. And I love to talk to her. And we both are like, okay, we need to go to bed. Seriously, go to bed, go to bed. No, you go to bed because we both have to go to bed because the baby's asleep and I need to sleep and she needs to sleep. But that's a little different. But I really have come a long way with the people pleasing and I can help you. I think I need to make a course for like people pleasing postpartum and how to get through it. But Guys, I went back and listened to myself talking just now and I'm laughing because I literally had a meltdown because somebody came over to drop off dinner and my husband didn't come get me and I didn't get to talk to another adult human being and I missed the chance to talk to another adult human being and I cried. Um, I just, I just had to share that story with you because I really need you to know that I'm a real human being and... I don't have it all together. I just feel like it's really important. We all know that. Okay, moving. There's a lot of episodes on this website. I mean, podcast, and then you can come work with me, but that would be my number six, okay? Is don't people please, don't be afraid to say no. I have so many other stories. I actually wrote them down, but I don't feel like sharing them because this is getting long and I want to move on. But just know that I've said friends, I've said no to friends and family and I even canceled a hair appointment the night before, like really late the night before. And I was willing to pay for it if I needed to, but my hairstylist is a mom as well. And she was like, don't even worry about it. Take your time. Hair can wait. Are you kidding me? She's so great. I love her. Okay. Number seven, explain to your kids as many times as it takes, if you have older kids, this is specifically for those of you who have older kids, um, and your husband and part and or partner, right? By the way, because um, because sometimes my husband forgets too, and I need you guys to hear me clear and loud, and I re- I need you to hear my voice in your head when somebody around you in your physical proximity, while you're super like I'm talking, especially those first six weeks. If you had any big birth trauma, any big hemorrhages, then maybe the first three months, um, but. Like you need to remind people that you're recovering from a major, if you had a C-section, a major surgery, if you had a vaginal birth, a major body function, whatever. And if you're breastfeeding, you're still balancing a completely new body function. If you're breastfeeding and you had a C-section, that's too huge. I mean, gosh, I think a huge part of why I needed to stop breastfeeding besides the fact that I have three kids at home and it's summer and my baby's small and wasn't latching and colic and whatever was also because like to try to let my body heal from the C-section, but also be producing breast milk was just so much. And then on top of that, with the colicky baby, I was getting like four hours of sleep per 24 hours for about four days. And I developed a bladder infection and also was in a ton of pain and literally felt horrible. So that's why we got the sleep help. And as soon as I started getting more sleep, what happened? My blood, you know, I got also got meds and I went to the doctor and got antibiotics, but my body started to catch up and recover and I'm feeling so much better. 
So I can do things like be on the podcast and be happy because this is what makes me happy is like working. So, you know, just something to consider is you might need to explain to the people nearby you often that as many times as it takes, this was a major surgery and it's my a thing for my body to recover from. If your doctor has told you not to pick up more than 10 pounds worth or, you know, don't carry this or that, or make sure you're not driving, like don't do those things. Like use the doctor's authority as your thing to lean on if you need to, right? I had one of my clients be like, oh, I'm so glad you told me to rest. I'm going to tell my husband, you know, or I'm so glad um, you said I could do this. I'm going to tell my husband. And I'm like, yeah, but you want to get to the point where you can be like, I need to do this. Not because somebody that I'm working with or my doctor told me, but I, you know, I I can advocate for myself. That's where we want you to get. If you struggle with self-advocacy, if you struggle with... Um, standing up for your needs, come work with me. I will make you so good at it. It, it it'll be a learning curve. It's not going to happen overnight, and you're going to fail and fall on your face, and you're going to, you know, people please again or do the thing even though you promised yourself you wouldn't again, and you're going to feel bad about it, and then you're going to get over it and work through it and forgive yourself, and then you're going to build a new foundation of trust with yourself. This can happen for you, okay? So you just go to lizzylangston.com, see what I've got for you. I've got courses. Um, well, I have one course right now. I'm creating more of them. Um, hint, hint. So get on my email list so you don't miss discounts and pre-sales and early releases. And then um, also, uh, yeah, you can just talk to me. Email me, lizzie at lizzielangston.com. And always every link you need to get a hold of me is in the show notes. All right. So we're up to number seven. My two favorite ones and I kind of feel like the phrase best for last applies here because I've had the most time to consider what these last couple ones will be. They're going to be on the next episode. So stay tuned in this three-part series and just, I am just like trying so hard not to put on a front as a postpartum coach and, and, and pretend that I'm better than I, than I am. And so today's my reality check. I wanted to let you guys know I, it's been a hard day. Um, it's been it's been beautiful. It's the summer solstice. I'm not going to also paint, overpaint a sad picture just because I'm trying to be real. The truth is, it's been a beautiful day, but it took me till about 5 p.m. to like feel good today. Um, we didn't have our sleep support last night. We're going to have it tonight um, and tomorrow night, but we didn't, and it just like makes such a huge difference. And I, it took me all day to not be groggy. I literally showered at like 5 PM and my, my son's therapists were in and out of the house. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I look so gross. And that was just the day it was. So anyway, um, I'm looking forward to these next couple tips that I have for you. Um, I'm cooking up some new, like I'm not right this second doing it. I keep saying this, but like I, um, I'm creating some new content based on everything I've been experiencing. And I really want to hear from you guys. So if you want to participate in the pre-sale and get the pricing on the courses that I'm creating specific to the first six weeks postpartum specific, I'm thinking like sex and postpartum. I'm thinking, um, what was another one I thought? Um, sleep and postpartum, preparing for postpartum. There's so many good ideas I have. And I really want to hear from you guys. I want you to be involved in the courses that I'm creating at this really special time as I just went through postpartum. So do me a favor, 
get on my email list, just lizzylangston.com. Pick one of the free resources I have. Get on my email list. Um, leave me a review on this podcast. I read all of the reviews. That helps the podcast grow. Now is just a really special time for me and for you guys to kind of come closer as I'm going through postpartum again. I've got advertising coming up on the podcast. I want to be hearing from you guys about the ads you're loving, what you're not loving. I'm kind of nervous about it, but I'm excited. Um, I think it can bring a lot of um, added value to the podcast but I want to make sure that it's a team effort. So get on my email list again, lizzylangston.com. The link's in the show notes and we'll see you guys next week right here. Hey, Lizzie here. I really am excited about some new courses that I'm getting ready to create based on my postpartum experience with baby number four. These courses are going to be very zeroed in. They're going to be short, digestible for a postpartum mom. Get in, get out, get what you need. Excited about it. And I'm going to want your input. So please do me a favor, get on my email list, go to lizzylangston.com. And on that homepage, there are a few free resources because that way, as I begin creating these things for you, you can have some input and I can get you what you need. lizzylangston.com get on my email list and please share this podcast with a friend, leave a review. Thank you so much. That helps me grow. We'll talk to you next week.